0: Good morning guys thank you so much for inviting and thank you for praying for us um, many of you must know that um, my wife Erisa passed away um, due to cancer this year in February and many of you have prayed for us um, as Pastor Dave said um, good friend of mine uh, good memories with them at the Master's Seminary that was in 2017 and 18 and um, I Decided to transfer seminary to one in Indiana faith Church of Lafayette and its seminary faith Bible seminary and that's where I I graduated from last year Uh, Last year in June. I graduated and we were on deputation. We were raising support as missionaries to japan But then we found out it is cancer in september and the lord her back to his presence in february this year extremely sad um, not that i expected or wished it to to happen but uh, i still trust in the lord's good hand good purposes good plans and he will do something great um, out of this so thank you for your prayers for that too well uh, thank you for praying for japan as well Um, maybe some of you know that japan is known as the second largest unreached people group in the world and you know japan is not a muslim country japan doesn't have the severe persecution toward christians missionaries can go in missionaries thousands tens of thousands of missionaries have gone to japan in the past I don't know, many, many, many years, hundreds of years. But then, well, severe persecution happened a long time ago, maybe about 300 years ago or almost 400 years ago. Um, And uh, that time, Christians were put to death. Um, But nowadays, missionaries can go in, they can evangelize, churches are not persecuted, and yet, Christian population stays about 1% of the whole population. And that 1% includes like, you know, Catholic and uh, like even Jehovah's Witnesses and, and um, Mormons um, because Japanese government, you know, statistically, they, they, they don't differentiate. They, they think these are all Christianity. So the statistic says like 1.5% of Christianity in Japan. But if you look at the number for evangelical Christians, that is 0.2% of the evangelical Christian churchgoers. And who, who is saved among these people, right? So that's, that's Japan. So when I grew up in Japan, um, I was raised in a Christian family. And that is ex- extremely rare, of course. And indeed, in fact, my, my dad was a pastor back then. Um, I went to a school, elementary school, where we we had about 1,000 students. Only my brother and myself are probably the the two people among the 1,000 students who would go to the church on Sunday, and I didn't like it. But that's, you know, like, pretty much statistically correct. (laughs) Yeah, so two people among um, 1,000 is 0.2%. So that's the nation and if you go to Tokyo or Osaka or larger cities Nagoya you, you will see more churches because you know these church uh, these places you know missionaries would uh, tend to focus going and start planting churches to reach out to more you know bigger gener- big bigger 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 population but if you go to more rural areas of course you you see much less churches even in tokyo there are churches but people generally don't have any ideas like christian churches like where where is it (laughs) you know they they just don't know about it uh, usually because they don't usually have friends who are christians so uh so today i titled this uh time as the uh um I forgot it. Like Japan, the land of uh, rising, the land of the rising sun, sun, without the risen sun, and uh, that is because Japan, right? Oh, it's not showing there. <laughs> but, uh, Japan, as you see, you know, in, on the world map, oftentimes it's placed in the um, the far right. That is, you know, where the sun um, goes up. Right, comes comes up. Rises so people say that you know um, or People have said that uh, Japan is the land of rising sun, but it's without the risen sun Um, If um, I I Didn't prepare the the larger map map around Japan, but it's all orange Uh, Orange means that uh, According to this it's engaged yet unreached so there are like red dots in this map that is unengaged and unreached. So these places, missionaries haven't gone. Um, Christianity Christianity ha- haven't, hasn't been delivered, uh, so that, that is unengaged. And yet Japan is an engaged country. That means that you know, missionaries have gone, gospel, the gospel work has, has ta- taken place there. But the people is unreached. Unreached means that uh, it's not self-sustaining, um, or it's not growing. So that is Japan. Like all around Japan, it's it's orange. So yeah. So it says population is one hundred twenty-seven million people. Uh, I believe this is about 2017 statistics, so it's like six years ago. Right now, I believe it is 1.25 point something million. That is a million and a half decrease in the last six years. Uh, that is because that is because uh, Japanese population or. I'll, I'll show you later the uh, pyramid, population pyramid. is like heavily, um, highly aged society. And there's fewer population for younger generations. So um, more people are dying than, than being born. That is Japan. Churches are less than 8,000 for, for 127 million people. Evangelical Christians, this this is 0.5%. More accurately, I believe, is 0.2%-ish. And annual evangelical growth rate is negative 0.4%. That is even even smaller, getting smaller now. One missionary for every 64,000 people, missionaries in Japan, is decreasing also. Evangelical churches, uh, one church for every 16,000 people. Of course, as I said, Tokyo areas, like um, bigger cities, they they have more churches than the other parts of of Japan. But pastors over age 50 are uh, 70%. Uh, So even pastors are very um, like older. I would say the average age of the pastor in Japan is about 60 years old. So I will probably briefly share during my sermon, uh, as I first promised God that I would be a a full-time minister uh, when I was young, I, I thought that that time will come much later in my life, partly because of that and so attendees per church 35 it's it's not as big you know there are bigger churches in the cities um, but if you if you see them what's the word like means or the um you know average is like you know you, you combine everything and divide by the you know number of the churches but if you if you see the 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 real number for most churches it's more like twenty people, maybe twenty five, something like that, and um, yeah. So that's the evangelical churches in Japan. Some uh, challenges is the uh, Buddhism and and Shintoism is they they are the main religions in Japan, and people don't have much faith in in those religions. It's more of a tradition and customs in Japan. And people would say, like 70% of people, statistically, you know, Japan's uh, statistics says that 70% of people identify themselves as, oh, we are Buddhist because my family is so-and-so. And And then another 70% would say, oh, we are Shinto. So that means, like, they practice both religions. It's, It's part of the culture. And that's how Japanese people, uh, long time ago, in probably like 600s AD, um, they they wanted to maintain unity, and so Buddhism had you know ar- arrived from Korea, and then Buddhism was was spreading in Japan. And that time, the um, sort of like a prime minister type of person, uh, he found a way to to uh, unite. The Japanese traditional religion, Shintoism, and Buddhism, so that they can coexist with the unity. So that's, that's how Japanese people tend to think that uh, we want to maintain unity, at least on the outside. But in their hearts, of course, it's, it's hard to do that. So um, Japanese people, on, on the outside, oftentimes they, they look very polite and nice. And yet inside, you know, they are thinking something else. That, that's, that's one of the reasons that it's, it's hard to bring the gospel to these people. They might say, oh, n- nice, oh, good. Um, Christianity, cool. If, if they ha- happen to have an opportunity to hear the gospel. But then inside, oh, no, thank you. You know, I, I'm not going to talk to this guy again right and so um and they they talk bad about yourself behind behind your back to to their closer friends oh let's not talk to this guy and that's that's what happens in japan japanese culture very very often <clears throat> and it says only 50 percent of church members attend church regularly this may be because the Buddhist and Shinto religions have no weekly attendance ex- expectations. So, you know, even those church goers, um, not very many of them are very consistent in just going to the church. And, and yet, you know, like on the church, um, church, um, like list list of list of names list of people um you know they 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 have their their names on it so that's what you know that's that's that that's counted toward the uh, christian christian populations in japan and many women uh, women are the majority of the churchgoers and and of course um, true true believers also that is partly because Japan in the in the past fifty years, as the economy was rising, men are extremely busy there's that tendency still today, but it's changing so men are extremely busy, and men typically don't find time for church in, in, in their lives and that 's why more more women would go to church on on Sunday and uh, they they there, there's a saying in Japan um, for, for women, um, for, for wives, like a proverb. It says, um, it's good to has, ha, have husbands healthy, but not at home. So they, they enjoy their freedom while husbands are not at home. And, and yet, they, they need husbands' income, so they, they want husband to be healthy. So that's like you know Japanese proverb. That's that you know shows like how you know husband wife relationship typically be in Japan. Um, so um, so wives tend to go to church more than the men, and of course you know in, in the Bible we are commanded that men has to take the lead, right, in churches and in home, and uh, that is you know sadly. Um, Not not really the case in Japan Um, So um, So here is the population pyramid as you can see I don't think this will show But uh, you can see that you know as as the ages go low um, Younger there's like so so few generations or so few people for younger generations You see the most people are around like age 50 in Japan, and also age 75-ish, that is the baby boomers, and now as the as the age goes young, uh, much less people, and they have to produce more children in the next, you know, next in the coming future, and you can you can just expect what what that's gonna look like, right? So Japan. Um, Population decreased just um, yes, last year by eight, 800,000 and that is, that is continuing in the next, um, you know, many, many decades. Um, and Japan is not a country of Im- immigrants. It, it, is, it is not a very friendly country for immigrants. And that that is why you will see more, like, real Japanese people in Japan. And it is hard for foreign people to be accustomed in in Japanese culture. Partly because of the language. Language is very difficult to learn. Um, And so, that's that's Japan. I would like to talk a little bit about myself and, and Erisa. And I can have a little time, you know, for questions and answers for you guys. Uh, so, uh, if you have any questions, you might want to, you know, keep, keep it in your mind. Um, so, I am Naoto. It's hard for you to pronounce it, my name. You, you can say, it like, Nao and now Naoto. Okay? And uh, there's this famous uh, Japanese anime called Naruto. So, many people would... Um, you know who are familiar with that that, that culture um, Japanese culture and, and Japanese enemies uh, they would consider myself as Naruto and that's that's okay with me too but uh, I'm Naoto um, and uh, I was born in Los Angeles and I, w- I grew up in in Japan for 20 years from age one and so uh, I was you know raised in a Christian Japanese Christian family and uh, I, I consider myself as like, you know, I, I grew up in Japan. I'm not I'm a Japanese person, but I'm too Americanized now. And, uh, and, and yet, I, I have a citizenship in the States because I was born in the States. But I'm not really an American you know, person. So I'm like half like fake American and fake Japanese kind of. But uh, I will have to learn, relearn about Japanese culture when when we return, when when I return, and uh, that seems to be very challenging according to my friend's missionaries' uh, advice to me. I have two closer Japanese missionaries sent by American, you know, churches uh, to Japan, and I I talked to each of them, and they have told me that, Naoto, when you go back to Japan, you got to be really slow. You, you can offend Japanese people very easily just by saying like, oh, you know, I, I love Jesus. Jesus is the best. What's, what's wrong with that, right? But then according to this person, a missionary in Japan who is, who is Japanese, he says that if you present the gospel as the best for, for everybody, people are offended because they, they feel that their religions, their belief is looked down. And so I can't say that, oh, you know, you got to believe in Jesus. You know, Jesus is the best. <laughs> he, he said that he, for him to learn that took him a year. So he said that I, I already saved you a year of experience. <laughs> so, um, and uh, as I said, you know, Japanese people don't communicate that feeling, so it is hard. But, um, so I, I, I must relearn the culture, probably making many mistakes, probably offend people. And that, that is, of course, you know, okay to some extent. The gospel message is not friendly to every, every person. And I still need to present the gospel. And I will offend people with the gospel. Gospel can be offensive to many people, right? To those who do not receive them. To... To those who are hostile to to the message of the gospel and that is okay but i i want to avoid unnecessary um offense that that i might cause to to other people so i need to learn you know that the way of japanese ways of japanese um, i've been here in the states for 20 years almost uh, since 21, so I am 40 years now 40 years old now and uh, I Was born in Los Angeles I grew up in Japan for 20 years and I became Christian when I was 18 in Japan as I grew up always My, my parents have told me the gospel as I, I was young and I knew that the basic message of the gospel god exists who is a creator of the universe and because of my sin human sins we don't have the living relationship with the creator so at the end of the life you know those who didn't have relationship with the creator god will have to face um sufferings in for eternity in hell and those who accepted christ's forgiveness will enjoy relationship with, with God in heaven. I, I knew that message as I grew up. That is extremely rare for a Japanese person to know. And as I grew up, you know, I, I was exposed to um, evolutionism theory. And, you know, basically Japanese people think that it's, it's the fact, not theory. Because they don't believe in creator God, they are taught in, in, in the schools uh, that you know people human beings have evolved from you know these these animals like monkeys right so um, I was exposed to that but I didn't have faith enough faith to believe in that evolution theory because of course you know that theory fails in many 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 senses and um, I you know To this day still i can't i I don't have faith to believe in evolution theory i it it makes much more sense to believe in creator god who created everything with wisdom and love and he has a way for us to to build relationship with him so um, i always believed that and yet it it was hard for me to live in in the japanese culture Um, going to school where All my friends don't go to church on Sunday. Um, Sunday was uh, a suffering day for me in the in the morning, whereas like you know my 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 friends, good friends, were you know hanging out with friends or you know watching TV, what you know doing TV games, video games, Um, and I I wanted to do that, Um, so I didn't like going to church, and I when I was in high school. No, no, junior high, middle school. I excused myself because I had to study to enter this high school that my parents wanted me to go. Uh, High school examination is very huge in Japan. Basically, um, whichever high school you go to will mostly determine the the kinds of universities that you you could go. So, uh, high school examination is very... um, is very big big deal in japan and uh, i had to I, I i said i had to study for a high school ex- exam so um, entrance exam and so i stopped going to church with them when i was in the ninth grade ninth. yeah 10 through 12 is the high school eight years in japan and um so that's that's how i stopped going to church but but i believed In myself that you know there's truth in Christianity and I would eventually have to come back to Christianity and believe in God you know believe in Christ follow Christ so that I will be saved that was me Um, and I was a straight kid in in my high school years and uh, and yet God you know in his grace by his grace he kindly brought me back to himself After my high school years, I decided that, you know, now is a good chance. There's a good opportunity to, to, you know, start going to church again. And as soon as I started going to the church, I realized that, yeah, everything that I was being taught, like I I could believe in that and I would, I want to follow that. So that's how I became a Christian at age 18. I came to the united states when i was at 21 and that same year at the end of the year of 2004 um, i went to a japanese christian conference and there isaiah 6 was preached i don't remember too much about the content of the preaching but i'm i'm preaching from isaiah 6 today because through that message i i felt god's calling um for, for my, my life to bring the gospel to japan and make disciples of jesus christ in japan i as i was listening to the message i couldn't stop crying and i prayed to god god you know give my I, i'll give my life to you send me here i am and i send me to these japanese people and yet as i said i thought that time like that that i would become a full-time minister in japan would come much later in my in my life typically you know you see japanese people japanese pastors uh, for for age like you know at least about about 40 and then all the way up to you know 80 or something right and so you know i would probably um i thought i would probably gain some experience in, in in society in the society and then Eventually, I will come back to 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 do ministry. Um, that was my prayer to God. But then, um, when I was about 30, I took a class, World World Missions class called Perspectives. Maybe some of you know that. And I my eyes were open to the needs of world missions. And I prayed to God and talked to my pastor. I wanted to become a missionary. And um, at that time, I, I didn't quite remember my, my promise to God that I made when I was 21, that I would become a minister in Japan eventually. But then, you know, after I took that missions class, I, I you know, I, I wanted to become a missionary to, to anywhere that God would send me to. So I started seeking a, a way to, to become a mini- missionary to you know whatever country that that god will show me to my my pastor back then was a former missionary to thailand and so uh, he spent 18 years in thailand and you know he encouraged me to I, I was a college dropout so he encouraged me to you know go back to college first and then i'm like oh, I hated, you know, college education. You know, I don't have to go back to college for to, in order to become a mi- missionary, right? Like, you know, the Bible doesn't say that you have to go to college. You have to finish college to, to become a missionary. <clears throat> so I, I, I refused that, you know, his, his uh, um, suggestion. <clears throat> and, and I was seeking, like, you know, a, an easier way to become or, or to, to learn about the Bible and, and become a missionary. And soon after that, I met Erisa. Uh, she um, was like almost complete opposite. Uh, she already graduated from the master's program at the master's co- college, master's university. She did biblical counseling. She was a certified biblical counselor, and she was already a missionary to Japan. Um, she, she is the second generation missionary to Japan. Her parents are national Japanese missionaries sent by American churches. And she was a missionary, she was raising support, and I was blown away. I was very impressed by you know, her theology as the master's grad. It is extremely rare to find that kind of theology um, for, for Japanese people to hold. Um, many people are opposed to that uh, theology in Japan uh, because they, they tend to think that you know that's that's too much um, you know judgmental. Um, it's not too friendly toward other people. Um, is is what they what they typically think. Um, so I, I was impressed by by, by her um, background and theology, and we started talking about theology and our passion to bring the gospel to to Japan as well as uh, any any country, and soon after that you know by by the lord's grace uh we we got married um by you know partly because of her parents great faith in in me too um i was a college dropout i didn't want to go back to college and and i wanted to become a missionary and by looking at my facebook and youtube pages um her parents said, uh, said a go <laughs> to her. So by God's grace, we, we, we married. And um, r- right before marriage, you know, as I was, you know, saying that, you know, I wanted to become a missionary to Japan. I uh, know not, not, not to Japan, but missionary. And I wanted to learn the Bible, but not in a, you know, like seminary setting. Like, you know, not, not that rigorous. Um, and she was saying to me, one day she said to me, hey, are you afraid of going back to school? And I was like, that is it. <laughs> I, I didn't notice that until then, but uh, I, I didn't go back to school because I, don't, I didn't want to fail again. I was a college dropout. I felt like you know, I didn't even complete the college education. Well, you know, there are reasons for that, too, but, um, but, but that was my, my reasoning that I didn't realize. And she pointed that out as a biblical counselor, I guess. And she was like, if you want to become a missionary to tell God's, you know, salvation in God, Christ, and, and, you know, tell people about God's power, don't you think it's important that you conquer your fear first? And I'm like, that's it. <laughs> exactly, right? And so I decided to go back to, to college, to finish college. So I chose the master's college to, to finish my bachelor's. And then I went straight into the master's seminary where I saw, I met Pastor David and Emma. And uh, that, was, that was like just surprising to me. I had no desire. I had no intention before. To, to go not, not only to back to college, but, but to think about the, the graduate school as like just unthinkable, not only to me, but those who, who knew me back then. So to, to this day, the Japanese church I, I belong to back then, I, I am visiting Toshiki and I. Toshiki is my son, five years old. Um, we are traveling together. And uh, so we are visiting LA this time after spending some time here. Um, so these people, the Japanese people, know know me from, from the past. And they are surprised. Like, you know, they are praising God for his power to, <laughs> that changed me, that I, I now finished my seminary education. It's like unthinkable. Um, but so that's how God united me and Erisa. And uh, Erisa, you know, postponed her desire to go back to japan as a missionary because her her desire was to to go back to japan to join her parents ministry their parents are church planters and they have their um their you know church that, that that they planted about 30 years ago um so they she wanted to join their ministry and Now she met me and we got married. So she Wanted me to gain more education and and you know practical ministry experiences so that I might uh, go back to To her church and join her church because it's ex- extremely rare to find the uh, similar, you know theology um, that that church could, would, would hold in Japan so um, that, that became my, my goal. I wanted to study more about the Bible, and I wanted to gain more training here in the States, especially biblical counseling, so that I will be able to, to minister to Japanese people better when I go back. And I wanted to become a, a pastor at her church, at her parents' church. And that is still my goal. Um, that is still my desire. So, um, Erisa, you know, she encouraged me so much that I was able to go through all this education and, and I was able to graduate. That is, of course, God's grace, but God used Erisa mightily. And Erisa wanted to, <clears throat> because she, her life was changed by God's word, um, she, she was also a, a stray kid When she was in high school and maybe after uh, she she graduated high school too but uh, she her life was changed by biblical counseling she received biblical counseling at age 15 at faith church where i belong to now um so after that her life was changed she wanted to become a biblical counselor so that you know she could use the word of god to minister to japanese people especially japanese ladies so became a certified biblical counselor and she became a missionary national missionary to japan and she wanted to you know use god's word and uh, she she had you know good training here she was able to translate uh, paul's trip paul trips instruments in the redeemer's hand and that book has been published in Japan in probably like 2017, and uh, it's, it's helped and still helping uh, many, many Christian people there. Um, so that's, that's, that's our you know, direction, that, that's our goal. That was our goal. And I finally finished seminary education last year, and we were raising support. God was blessing that, that journey Support raising journey until we found out that she had cancer in September and uh, We stopped we paused that you know support raising and um, Focused on her her healing and and yet, um, you know surprisingly the Lord brought her back to himself in in February I it's hard for me to imagine you know, doing ministry at her parents' church in Japan without her beside me. It, it hurts. I just moved out from my, my house two days ago. And I had to you know, organize everything. I, I had to ship things to Japan. Uh, you know, that hurt. But what, what a blessing that we have that in, in the gospel, gospel promises. Because Japanese people, they don't know it. They don't have hope. Jap- Japan has many earthquakes, right? And tens of thousands of people have lost their life lives in, in the, um, I think, 2011 um, earthquake on March 11th probably like 25,000 people have lost their lives. And I've seen pictures of the, the families who lost their, you know, close close ones, and they are devastated in the picture. Some some are praying to, to something, but they don't know this God. They don't know the gospel. They don't have hope, but even though erisa's passing was shocking it's still shocking i'm given the gospel in jesus christ and i have hope for eternal future and erisa's passing was so gracious even you know god has given us about six months to to develop our love right and uh we knew That the time was coming we were able to prepare well for that and her you know last um, last days were very peaceful so i i praise god for that and i thank you for your prayers many people have prayed for us and uh god's calling to my life is still the same i am called to go back to japan i have a goal to you know join her parents church in japan and i want to start my ministry there base my ministry there not to stay in that church but to to grow that church and uh, we want to multiply i want to multiply so that more people will have um, opportunities to to encounter the gospel of jesus christ i don't know how god will use this experience or our situation but we'll we'll see god will do something great okay so um for the next um you know 15 minutes or so i have for for you to you know ask questions and I can answer some quick <laughs> you have a question for me <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: yeah. oh yeah my, my uh, current plans I just started traveling yesterday so you know moved out from my, my house rent that I rented um, two days ago. This, these are like extremely busy time. Uh, you know, just moving out uh, by, you know, mainly by myself is, is a huge task. And preparing for a 37-day trip for myself and for my son is a huge task. And, um, you know, preparing to, to present and to preach today was a huge task for me. So, um, But God sustained that. I just left we just left yesterday and uh, we will stay in the east coast until the 12th and then we will go to los angeles and san diego and and stay there for another 12 days and then we will fly to orlando and i have some some church appointments there and then after that we're gonna go back to indy and um will stay for another two weeks until my commissioning service happens and then on the um, November 20th uh, a Monday the day after my commissioning service, we are gonna fly to Japan so that's our um, sca- schedule that's our plans and uh, We will first, you know Toshiki has a younger son, uh, not younger son, younger brother, and uh, um, we are gonna, you know, we re- reunite as a family. Um, we need to settle in in Japan, but we uh, we are gonna, you know, of course, I'm gonna be involved in cri- Christmas ministry as well, and uh, that's gonna be a joyful time. And uh, you know, my 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 hope is that. Uh, for the time being in you know, toshiki and subaru the younger son of mine uh they will be going to international school but my my hope is that um you know god will provide a mom for them who can um, homeschool them and teach them japanese as well um toshiki cannot speak japanese yet <laughs> so um, <laughs> that uh, that i hope will happen later um <clears throat> so you, you could pray for, you know, God's, God's provision of uh, life to, to me as well. Um, so that's my, my schedule. Uh, I have a personal question and a cultural
1: question. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for sharing so transparently with us. What are some of the things that God has impressed on your heart or shown you about himself through this unexpected trial mm-hmm. losing your life? Yeah, yeah.
0: Of course you know um, one thing is god's faithfulness that uh you know as i said even in this suffering i am i am so blessed that you know her her life counted for eternity and that her passing was very you know smooth and gracious and god has been still so good to me I am supported by so many friends, brothers and sisters. I, I'm receiving so, so much prayer. So I'm seeing God's faithfulness. You know this. And I will probably continue to find that in the coming weeks coming months coming years and i hope to praise god for that i i see that also in my support raising too there's only so much that i can do without a wife but God still brings my mission supporters. In my percentage at this moment is about ninety-four percent of my monthly goal. God is God is faithful.
1: Cultural question? and corruptive
0: rights lack of, has mm-hmm. a serious impact mm-hmm. in many ways mm-hmm. on the economy. Yes. And, like the government realizes that. Um, what are your thoughts on what the government is doing and why apparently people aren't responding to it? I in, in my um, um, well, how do I say like belief yeah, yeah, how, how How I see this situation is that Japanese government, the Japanese government has done terrible uh, leading for the past um, three decades at least. Um, You know, people started talking about the population decrease and and the the, um, highly aging society at least two decades ago. And the Japanese government started talking about it, and yet they didn't do much. Now the Japanese Prime Minister this this past year, I think, he said that now is the last chance for Japan to to um, you know kind of kind of maintain um, maintain its its society. Um, the, you know, now now is the last chance. And what what are they doing now? Not so much. Um, without without the government's like extraordinarily help, people in Japan uh, they they have reasons that they are not making children. Uh, most mostly because of the economy economy uh, reason that um, you know Japanese people well, Japan. Uh, Enjoyed the economic growth in the 70s and and 80s and Japanese uh, GDP Was number two after the United States for for many years, but now I think the Japanese uh, Japan's GDP uh, Fell to to number four in in the uh, in the world and of course it's it's gonna be um, decreasing and that and, and there's there's more you know calculation to for um, you know GDP and the uh, what's it called I don't know like individual GDP or something like that, and uh, so so if you look at only the number of GDP then then Japan's still like fourth in the world or so, but but then the like real real something GDP I, I think is like so so much um, in, in, in not 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 really not good, and the uh, Japanese people uh they they feel like they are surviving many many people feel that they are surviving and uh they some people even think or say that having children is almost like a hobby um almost like a very expensive hobby that that you can you can do um because they 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 can't think of making children and sustain life So that's that's the reason that you know Japanese people um, are not making children uh, they, they are not even um, marrying because they don't think especially like women we, women want men, men to you know bring more income and, and men are not making much uh, in many cases so so their um, marriage rate is is of course decreasing, and with that, of course um population is decreasing too. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Even economically, mm-hmm. so it sounds like in one sense they realize that, mm-hmm. but they're so far down the road that they don't see how the long-term impact of having children will possibly impact economy. Um, in, the, in the wisdom
0: of God, He created it that way, but it seems like there's a blindness there, mm-hmm. a spiritual blindness. Yes, you say so? yes, yeah. yes, spiritual blindness, and of course the the government's um yeah like lack of lack of practical help, um. You know, um, theologian uh, Wayne Grudem, uh, he has has written in his uh, systematic theology book that uh, you know God commanded people to multiply, and uh, in order for one woman and one man to to multiply themselves, you you will at least uh, you you need at least people two people to produce, <laughs> to, to multiply, right, like, and, um, you know, so, in, in order for us to to be obedient to that call, like, you know, men and women, you know, when a uh, man and a woman, when we, you know, get married, um, at least two people, <laughs> two children are needed, but uh, um, I, I, don't, I, I don't totally agree with that, but uh, that's, that's, that's how he reasons, but uh, I think, for the society to 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 maintain the the population is usually like at, at like you know they, they need two point two people to to maintain is the general idea, but uh, yeah, yeah Japanese um, rate is much less than that. Yes, uh, we. I'm, I'm hoping to start it. Um, they have been exposed to it, but there's just not not people who can do it. Uh, her her parents have received the biblical counseling as well, so they they are for it. They they wanna they want to do it, but um, they are not trained to do it. Um, so, you know, Erisa and I wanted to to develop biblical counseling ministry in in our local church Um, these days for the last um, decade or so more uh, especially uh, there there are you know um, especially American uh, Christian believers who want to bring biblical counseling ministry to japan so that it's going to develop in japan so what they typically do is to hold uh, a seminar a few day seminar uh and that's happening also in, in this year in november uh, my my senior pastor at my church pastor uh, byers steve byers he is also going to 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 teach that and so i'm excited that you know my, my senior pastor is going to japan for the first time so, they typically hold a few-day seminar so that, you know, more pastors and, and believers are exposed to the idea of biblical counseling. But what can you do after the, you know, first, you know, few-day few seminar in, in terms of biblical counseling, right? And some, may, maybe like two seminaries or something in Japan, um, is more for biblical counseling, and they have biblical counseling classes, uh, where they, they try to you know um, to to help men do do biblical counseling, um, and yet without the uh, practical ministry going on in a local church, it's not going to be rooted in Japan, and it's not gonna um, it's not gonna produce produce the uh, the outcome. So what we really need is the local church-based uh, biblical counseling ministry. Uh, and, and once it's going, you know, it started, and it, once it's going well, then, then people will see the results of it, and that will spread more. And so that's, that's what we want to do. One good thing is that um, <clears throat> my, my counseling skill is limited. Um, but, of course, I'm, I, I, I know you know faith church biblical counseling and i'm 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 decently trained um i i was pursuing a certification by acbc last year as we were on deputation um but things happened and and i i put a pause on it i have a desire to to um, restart that process um online virtually in, in japan but uh, that's gonna happen in, in the near future. Um, one good thing is that <clears throat> <clears throat> there's another missionary from my church, Faith Church, to Japan, and he was the first, first missionary from Faith Church to Japan. He, his name is Isaac, and he is 30 years old, and uh, he's single. He is now in the phase of um, ACBC certification, and he wants to have that certification. Um, and he wants to use that um, skills to, to do biblical counseling in Japan. He is a very smart guy and he after spending three years in Japan, he can converse in Japanese like almost no problem. Um, you know his writing and reading is like yeah uh, uh, so not, it's okay but uh, his, his conversation skills are really good and so um, he, is going back to japan for a longer term mis- missionary as, as a mis- longer term missionary and he is now looking at joining my church as he is going back hopefully in january and he and i can start the you know um developing biblical counseling ministry there Japanese people's typical belief about <clears throat> life and afterlife <clears throat> is, I think, uh, mostly atheistic. Um, they, they are superstitious, interestingly. So, they, they consider themselves as a- atheists. Like, you know, they, uh, they say that, oh, you know, there's no God, you know, no definite meaning in life. You know, you, you got to enjoy life as you are living and enjoy the moment. Because after after death nothing will happen, but they are pretty superstitious that they they pray to the unknown god, and uh, um, so they there is a saying that uh, when you are in suffering you tend to you know rely on God uh, is is Japanese saying, and uh, that's that's what we, we find people would do. So that's, why, that's part of why people consider uh, religious people as weak people because they are in suffering. Religious people are very religious because they, they need God, because they are weak is Japanese typical mindset. So not only toward, you know, Christians, but for more like devout Buddhists or um, devout Shintoists, they, they might think that, oh, you know, we gotta be careful because, you know, these people are, you know, kind of weak and, and so that's, well, I think, you know, for Shintoism and Buddhism, uh, they, they, they are more kind because, you know, that's Japanese tradition and there's beauty in it. So, so they, they are more okay, but, but for Christians, like, you know, if we have the solid faith in Christianity, People tend to think that, oh, they need God. Of course, we do, right? But, uh, but they, they don't think they, they need God. So that's the typical mindset. Uh, for afterlife, nothing happens. Or typical Buddhism um, um, belief is that, of course, you know, there's another life, afterlife. And uh, some people would, would think that might happen. But, you know, they, they don't have strong faith in that. So... Yeah, yeah some, some people think that, you know, according to what you do in this life, your afterlife will be affected. Um, you might become another human being on this earth, or maybe you are going to be a, a bug in the next life. If you do well and, and rely on Buddha, then you will go to like heaven-ish place where you, you still need to train <laughs> to, to, to um, be out of yourself. Is the Buddhist really belief? Am I able to openly evangelize? Yes, I am.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Street evangelize? Yes. Um, I I I am given some uh, musical gift, so I would like to use that gift maybe on the streets to you know bring music and uh, you know to to the strangers and uh, hopefully. Um, i can connect with non-believers in that way too and uh of course music is not the goal the the gospel is the goal but uh i i would like to to do gospel presentation so that's that's not prohibited okay it's time for us so let's pray and uh let's close this time dear heavenly father thank you so much for your grace your kindness and and your faithfulness Um, thank you for so much for many uh, brothers and sisters who have prayed for us. And because of your kindness and because of these people's support, I am standing here and I am going to Japan. And so we ask that uh, you're gonna continue this mission to reach out to Japanese people who are mostly unsaved and uh, your glory will shine in that nation Uh, in people's lives and in people's salvation and this we ask in jesus name Amen. amen thank you so much